dong, merrily on high. Hello, listeners. It's that most wonderful time of year. That's right. New Year's is is nearly upon us, and let's be honest, right? Most of us will be glad to see the fucking back of this year. Uh, but of course, realis- you know, actually, it's Christmas time, and so as commanded by the podcast gods, we have to do a festive edition of Two Dudes, Two Discs. Now, my name is Craigles, and with my nose so bright, I'll be guiding this podcast tonight. And oh, what child is this? It's Liam. Hello, hello, oi, ding oi. dong. Merry Christmas to you all, and uh, and to you, you know, your kings and things. So yeah. to your kings, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and queens like and queens or me- elected members of parliament. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, that's yeah, yeah. Festive, festive, festive fun. How are you all, listeners? How are you, I, Craig? Uh, I was gonna say I, I'm just waiting for their response, like yeah. a <laughs> like a more kind of uh, I was gonna say adult version of Dora the Explorer, but. <laughs> That that is not no. We don't know what we do. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm well. I am well sick. Well sick of this fucking year. <laughs> I am yeah. so glad that there is an end in sight in this fucking COVID nonsense. But also slightly uh, annoyed that it's going to be. Uh, it's one of those. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better because we've got all this other oh, shit. Yeah. But. Hey ho! I'm sure you all fucking know about that by now. Uh, so yeah, you know. How about yourself? We, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I am. I am all ready. Uh, you know, I am virtually wrapped in tinsel. I'm ready for the festive period. Uh, and yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm uh, feeling Christmas. Oh, so you're I gonna was, go? Was, yeah. You're going baubles deep. I'm going baubles deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm touching star. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're in the Christmas mood. I am very much a bar humbug uh, guy. Yeah. I, I Christmas for me is is more something that just happens to me. Uh, I, I lie back and think of New Year. <laughs> Whilst Christmas, uh, while Santa unloads his sack, basically, I, I, uh, I, I'm. It's, it's, it's something that just happens, and I go, okay, fine. Um, someone described this. it as Christmas as being like a a job that you have between the middle of November and the end of December, and that very much feels like how it is, yeah. Um, So, here we are, doing a Christmas special for those reasons. We got our own own Christmas specials. We do, and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I did a little version of the theme tune, and I have absolutely smothered it in bells, because... (laughs) That makes Christmas, right? I'm doing it Christmas, it's right? It's what makes Christmas. That's what we do. Good, uh, good, good. So Shut if you're the jingle bell on it, yeah, jingle bells, jingle all over the place, jingle all of the way. I believe all is the, the expression. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with the uh, premise of this podcast, it's quite simple. Liam will give me an album to listen to, and I will give him an album to suffer through, and then we meet up virtually, of course, because of social distancing. Blah blah blah, and we record it here, and then we publish it as a podcast, and sometimes we lie to our friends and family and say we have a radio show uh, but or maybe that's just me i don't know uh so that's what we do and and with that being said let's move on to the first thing to discuss which is the album i recommended for you uh last week well i say album it's not really an album it's more of a ep i guess EP, yeah yeah it's, it's an ep of eight songs by uh a little-known group called Bad Religion, um, mm. who are, uh, you know, any anyone into any sort of alternative music may have heard of this name. Uh, they're a little bit iconic, they're a little bit legendary, um, and they are all around all sorts of goodness uh, when it comes to punk rock. Indeed. So yeah, 
you get you gave me this, um, and I'd not heard this before, um, so it just had slipped under my Christmas radar. Uh, so I, w- I was quite happy to to pick this up and and, and have a little listen to this. Um, and uh, I don't I don't want to sound like I'm doing the band a disservice, but <clears throat> excuse me whilst I um sort my throat out. You do that. I was going to say, well, um, before we crack yeah. into things, shall we uh, let the listeners have a little taste if they're on Spotify? Why don't, Why don't got, we? It, by the way, if you are listening uh, on whatever service, let us know if these podcast uh, versions on Spotify, the, the music on, is what you're listening to. Because obviously, if you're listening to it on like Apple Music or something, and we're putting loads of effort putting songs in, and you're like, I can't hear it, there's no point in just doing it. <laughs> Maybe you hate these songs. Um, so just let us know, give us a little feedback. But with that being said, here is a taster of the Bad Religion uh, record Christmas songs. Um, in fact, we're just going to go with Hark the Herald Angels Sing, um, yeah. which if you picture in your mind, if you're not familiar with Bad Religion, uh, the name Bad Religion and the fact that their logo is a crucifix that's been crossed out, imagine how that might sound and uh, see if that matches up with this. I mean, Bad Religion are good at the best times. When they're covering Christmas carols, it's just fucking wicked. Um, yeah, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I, I like uh, Spotify listeners will be able to... So back me up on this. It starts off with that little uh, that vocal start, and then you know, like almost a choir, because that's what you expect when you hear this song. That's what you expect from your Christmas songs. Oh no! But then we get the income bad religion. Um, just fucking punk that shit up. They 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 just bad religion Christmas songs, and that's that's what they do here. Um, I like I like this this Huck the Herald Angel singing. You've got the the backing vocal, the ah harmony, just gives it that extra gravity um and re- really lifts this up um it is a similar musical style throughout this ep um it's it sounds like bad religion um and it's it sounds like a very very good punk band um and that's not as i said that's not doing it a disservice because it's great fun as as this all works the way through the guitars sound really really well produced as, as it goes through but still sounding that sort of with that punk sort of uh roughness because it's, it's well polished but it's, it's got that sort of uh, real punk feeling um, I, I mean we get into Oh Come All Ye Faithful um, which is you know again another another Christian uh, anthem for this time of year um, it, and I think it really suits uh, suits Greg's vocal style uh, uh, with, with this which is a weird thing to say about a, a, a Christmas song again with a, with a punk band um, but then then comes my highlight, my highlight of this album is is O Come O Come Emmanuel. Um, I just think that is fucking wicked. I'd, I'd not heard O Come O Come Emmanuel. Um, I'd not heard the original. So this oh. is how I, I am now uh, going to imagine this song forever and a day. Um, that little riff that kicks, that sort of riff that kicks up and uh, hits hits into it again is is fucking wicked. Um, just just absolutely great. I, I saw a, a clip. I think it was I think it was um, Conan because uh, a talk show for, um, in America. Yes. Other than singing, other than performing this, and it's just awesome. Um, again, Greg doesn't doesn't really look interested in in it on stage, but he doesn't when he's performing. Um, I've I've been lucky enough to see Bad Religion. Um, and when they're on stage, he does look a bit like oh, I'm just singing the song and just. But, he, but his vocal style is is energetic, is is out there. Um, and just just seeing them do this was just wicked. And th- this is my favourite song on this uh, on this uh, on this little EP. There's, there's bits in here that sound uh, uh, quite Ramonesy, um, which I, I picked out. There's uh, 
I, I can hear the uh, the uh, the like the line uh, the line. What am I on about? The ri- the the uh, riff to I want to be sedated um, in uh, in O Come O Come Emmanuel as well. Uh, just just a little like just a little nod that I picked up in there. Um, so that that's cool. Um, and then yeah, it, j- it just makes you want to pogo around. It makes you want to pogo around in the snow. It makes you want to pogo up a chimney. Uh, I meet a fat man coming on his way down. It's just great fun. Um, Listeners, just to say, don't pogo in the snow because you'll break your fucking neck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seeing that, oh, just before, I was just going to say, yeah. in White Christmas, do you hear the Sex Pistols in the room? I do hear the Sex Pistols mm. in White. Yeah, yeah, absolutely I do. They're, 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 they're bringing their influences all over this. They really, really are. Um, I, I wasn't too, fa- too much of a fan of uh, A Little Drummer Boy. I don't know what it was. Just, uh, just didn't really uh, do it for me that one. But I, I liked the uh, the way that it ended, um, which was our play for you right now, and then Xmas riff, and then into the next song. I thought that was really fucking cool. <laughs> um, but whilst whilst on Little Drummer Boy and and, and the sort of the drumming that that kicks off, all I could imagine was like, oh man, I wish we could hear Dave Lombardo do this, or like <laughs> fucking Joey Jordison, and just like this Little Drummer Boy with some fucking real big ass fucking double bass and shit going on just my little warped uh, my little warped mind uh, going off on one there you want um, blast beat Christmas songs I want blast beat Christmas songs it's, I, it's yeah it's, is it too much to ask for Santa if you're out there um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's just, just really good fun I, I think I think the EP's a good amount of length I think if this had been a full album you might have been just going oh, come on guys you, you you're just dragging it a little bit now, but it's 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 fun. God rest you, may gentlemen's a bit of a, uh, but you know there was the one that followed Drummer Boy, and that was that was uh, that was good fun as well. Again, like I I sang most of these songs when I was in primary school. Um, I, like I'm sure I'm sure ever, like most people did, and we were paraded around to the local church um, as kids to to sing in the church, and that just sounds all kinds of wrong now. <laughs> um, and and. Uh, God, you rest, you merry gentlemen, was one of those songs I remember play, uh, playing, singing, um, or probably just miming away at the back, ignoring everything that's going on. Um, so yeah, I, I, w- I wish I had these versions back then, because these are much fucking better. Um, and then just because, you know, Christmas is not just a time for carols, it's a time for, for presents. We all know that. And, and Bad Religion give you a little little present at the end of this EP, because there's a, there's a nice little mix of American Jesus uh, at the end of the EP, and that is a song which is a treat Anytime you fucking hear it, um, and it's a it's a good mix, and it's a mix by the guy that produced uh, this record, which is Andy Wallace, who um, has pretty much worked with everyone. Um, if you look at this guy's uh, credentials, uh, he has worked with Nirvana, Slayer, Run DMC, Mudvayne, Ghost, uh, in some capacity, um, and worked with Bad Religion a lot. So he's not taking it, and you know technoed it he's he's mixed it as someone that knows the band and it's a fucking banging song it's a classic mm-hmm. song so christmas fun punk anthem you sold me on this one really enjoyed it really really liked it good i'm glad you liked yeah. it yeah, yeah yeah it's it's also like kind of quite like strange because obviously bad religion they're not known for being a christian band whatsoever no, so no, 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 this no. was Strangers a surprise along. yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 and they play it completely straight for the most part well in fact for all of it i'd say um they're not taking the piss or being sarcastic they're just playing nope. these songs and i read up that it, basically they would do a 
Christmas cover every year for uh, one radio station, I think it was. And so this is like a collection of those that they've done over the years, recorded professionally. Um, not to imply that the sound at those gigs is unprofessional, but you know what I mean. It's like a. It'd have been, it would have been yeah. a punk gig. It would have been well, recorded live as, as a punk it, band. I'd more, this is like an actual studio recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no, okay. Yeah. 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 And and you know, like I said, it's just it's their pretty faithful version of these songs. They're all done, yeah. especially because the. Um, because Bavillage do the whole kind of harmonized kind of ooh as you said, yeah. um, it really works well, and especially on that opening song, the hark the Errol Angel sing, because yeah. it's like a, almost like a choir. Yeah, and yeah, it, 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 it just lay, it layers everything out when they're working with a with a with that sort of a harmonizing backing vocal. Really, really does. And it's, yeah, uh, it's just yeah, it's just really, it's really cool. It's just really, really fucking it's, cool. It's um, and, you're, and you're right, they, they're not they're not snarling and going ah, Christmas. They're they're like they're just embracing it. Yeah. Which is strange because I'm pretty sure that most of them are atheists. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. I think it was like a recorded for charity as well. Um, so again, one of those things that we, we won't dive into it because the actual subject matter is pretty serious. But it's, it is a, a, a good cause. Um, we came here for a good time tonight. <laughs> we came here for a good time because Christ only fucking need it. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, uh, <laughs> say it is it is Christmas time and there's me blaspheming again. Oh, I'm not I'm not gonna go to heaven anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, in terms of a ranking, what would you give this? Uh, is it gonna be on your uh, Christmas playlist now for the foreseeable? Do, do you know what it might it, it might well be? It might be it, it, this this might be a. Uh, a sort of staple that comes out at this time of year now because I've, I've liked it that much. Um, I mean, it's it's well produced. It's re- it's really really well produced without trying to make it sound something it's not. Uh, it sounds like bad religion, which as I said is not a bad thing. It's, it's a good thing. I I would give this a um, I would give this a really good solid eight out of ten. Just just a really just a really fun. Christmas festive treat, you know. Yeah, yeah. What about yourself? Where, where would you rank it out of ten? I, I like eight out of ten as a, a number. Yeah, I, I think I sit well yeah. there um, because it's it's you could put it on at a family kind of gathering and yeah, it's not know, going to offend anybody. Exactly. It's it's they're not brash, harsh versions, but at the same time, they're not these kind of just acoustic ballads. It's yeah. it's bad religion. It sounds like bad, bad religion. religion. Yeah. Um, you know, and and it's nice to have a version or versions of these Christmas songs that they don't suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yes, usually, exactly. usually Christmas they versions suck. of songs suck ass. Suck. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Also, slightly related uh, note in terms of trivia, um, this is actually the last recording uh, with their drummer at the time, Brooks uh, Wackerman. Wasserman, is it? I, I, oh, Brooks Wackerman. That's him, Wackerman. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm aware of his his work with other, exactly other. People. Fantastic drummer. Uh, before yeah. he went on to, I think he's with Avenged Sevenfold. Avenged now, Sevenfold, he? yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's their mainstay drummer. Um, so yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I, cool. there wasn't any kind of ill blood. I think it was more kind of that they were like, "Hey, <laughs> you want to go to Avenged Sevenfold, right?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good." He's like, well, "Crack on, you know." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> These guys, you know, that. they've been in the game for years and years. Uh, yeah. There is uh, kind of, I think they've all p- passed that drama sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there we go. Bad religion, Christmas songs. Um, as you hear a little sampler of it a little earlier. If you did listen on Spotify, if you don't, you can find it on YouTube or whatever. Give it a little spin, and it might just be the ticket for you know, <laughs> giving yourself a little bit of punk energy over Christmas. Absolutely. When you're opening up your presents on Christmas morning, you know, just and you want some, yeah. 
Rather than listening to Wham or something like that. We'll, we'll come on to Christmas, other Christmas songs in a minute. Yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, stick this on. Stick, this, is, this, is, this is much better. This is much suited for your Christmas morning, for sure. You get your rapping and done really quick as well, because you just be in the, in the mood. Oh, yeah. Really that punk tempo yeah. as well is going to get you going. <laughs> yeah, <it's really laughs> of course, we've already yeah. wrapped our presents, what we've been well prepared and all that, right? Of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bought some. <laughs> No one's going to listen to this podcast, they're going to get them anyway, so it's fine, I can admit that. It's fine. Hi. So, it was not so long ago when we did our last episode of the podcast, so don't worry guys, we're not getting more regular. <laughs> it's just that we have time off over Christmas and this has to be out by a deadline, so we kind of forced it. Um, so that means there's not loads of questions for Dear Dudes, but we have a couple of questions, one of which we did actually miss out from last week, so yes. um, let's, how about we crack onto that? That's cracking with that. I've got two questions for you once we get to the end of this. I kept that a secret from you, didn't I? You did. What a, what a Christmas gift. I am uh, slightly concerned. <laughs> we will find out what they are. Uh, we're all going to find out together. Uh, so, yep. yes, Dear Dudes, which I don't have a jingle for, and I'm not going to do the keyboard for it again. Uh, just it's a thing. Right. So, first question, which came from Bear Devlin, which was, would you rather have feet hands or hand feet? Hmm. Feet, hands, or hand, feet. Mm. Mm. I think I, th- I think hand, feet is not something I. I don't know. I just I don't, yeah. Feet, hands. Feet, hands. Hands on my feet. Hands on. I your think feet. you could get. Yeah, I think you get if if your if your if your hands were your feet. I think you could get around more. Um, whereas looking for keys and trying to go th- scroll through your phone and tap things with toes, yeah, no. So um, yeah, I've, I've yeah. again, I've, I've, I've way overthought this. So uh, yeah, I, I will have uh, hands as feet. I think you yeah. give it the right amount of thought yeah. to be honest. Yeah, because <laughs> in terms of practicality, like I think having hands for feet would be much better. And plus, you know, because we evolve from primates or monkeys, or yeah. I don't know the the. Um, there's always someone who goes, oh, no, actually, it wasn't monkeys. It was apes or it was primates yeah. or whatever. We evolved from a common ancestor somewhere along the line that they had more usage out of their feet. Um, and I think that, you know, so it's not a huge step to kind of go back to that. But also, like, I don't know if you're like this, but I do try and pick things up with my feet occasionally. Like, if It don't we... work, does it? Well, hmm. I can't do, I can't do it. I uh, can kind of do it. Uh, my wife is exceptionally good at picking things up with her feet, and I imagine that our kid is going to be exactly the same. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, we call it monkey toes. And <laughs> like, if if we throw something in the bin and we miss it, and we don't want to touch the bin, it's like that's when you deploy the monkey toes. You try and pick it up with your toes and then uh, angle your uh, leg into the bin and chuck it in. Obviously, not putting your leg in the bin because that's again disgusting. But it's a way of keeping away from the grossness of the bin, and then putting in what you... I mean, we really could just put something in. We'd save ourselves a lot of fucking time, but <laughs> it, where's the challenge in that, you know? Yeah, where's the challenge? Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I like it. The only drawback is, like, if, if you are someone who is into feet, um, I think having hand feet <laughs> is going to change the game somewhat yeah. considerably. Yeah. Ugh, that's going to be I, horrific. I, I literally hate my feet being touched by anything <laughs> or anyone. Um, so the fact to have my, have my feet on display as, like... Uh, like a shaking thing, uh, just no. Just, uh, as a shaking ooh. thing, you know, like a handshake. But we can't do that oh. anymore, can we? So, oh yeah, like, we'll just say, what, what's a handshake? <laughs> so yeah. twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, I just feet just really freak me out. It's just oh, no. Okay, so Liam is not a feet man. 
Oh. We've established that. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm completely nonplussed. Well, I say nonplussed. That's, that sounds like I'm inviting people to touch my feet. <laughs> Stay away from my feet, you weirdos. <laughs> but like, yeah, it doesn't really bother me. I, I, bother like if someone goes, oh, I'm going to touch your feet. I'm like, okay. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? <laughs> it's not going to make me go, get the fuck away! Well, actually, it might. <laughs> Again, it depends on the familiarity. I don't know why we're going down this path. <laughs> You're going down a rabbit hole here, Yeah. You? So, from one nonsensical ramble to another, <laughs> um, the other question we had was, why is a boxing ring square? From Laura Jinman. That's a very good question. It bloody is, um, isn't it? That's a great, great question. Uh, that's, yeah... I don't know. Maybe maybe fighting rings are square. I d- I don't know. I I like I'd I'd like to know the truth of this one. That's, uh, you, I think uh, you've you've knocked up the wrong podcast for an intellectual answer to this. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, shit. Yeah. Like, wow, see, wow, I can boxing only boxing rings. Yeah, I can only think of one square. thing, and I guess like the ring is like a holdover from uh, like some sort of competitive sport that you would take place in an arena or something. So like with yeah. boxing. It takes place in an arena sometimes, yeah, sure, but you've got crowds on either side, and I think if you had a round crowd, that would be yeah, a bit a good, difficult to follow. So with a with a very good with a square kind of ring, there are four defined sides that people can watch from, and it's easier to follow the action. It's the only thing I can yeah. really think of as the I like that. I, I like that. We'll go with that. Um, and and unless you're TNA wrestling about ten years ago, they had like a, a eight sided like octagon. Oh, I remember this. Ring. Yeah. Do you remember that? And that was just all sorts of weird. Uh, and that eventually got in the bin. Um, yeah, I think they were hoping for like more off the top rope mm. with extra poles. I don't know. Or just wanted to be different, and it just. I don't know, I just never like that. It's a gimmick, isn't it? But I, I think that yeah. that would be why the reason it wouldn't really kind of work is because you're then... Uh, I don't know, again, if this is the right terminology, but I'd say surface area, but you're not. it's not really surface area. But like yeah. that, that kind of window of visibility as to what's going on is going to re- be reduced for the crowd there. If you had one yeah. big side, it'd be easy to see what's going on. But if you separate that to like eight sides or whatever, or six sides... It then breaks up because you've got more turnbuckles and yeah, I, yeah, that's the only thing I can really think of as being a problem there. So yeah. I don't know if that's why TNA didn't really work. Obviously, the octagon for UFC uh, works, yeah. but then it's a big cage. Works really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and, and cages are just different. Cages are fucking metal, man. Fucking metal. A fucking angry cage. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, we don't. I don't. We don't know the answer to that one, but no. But you had our Please best somebody, guess. Yeah, we, we gave you everything we got. And if anyone out there knows, then you know where to find us. Cause Indeed. We like learning shit. Why not? Yeah. So, yeah, that being said, you said you had two questions uh, two for... Questions for you. Yeah. Oh, and they're, God. They're, they're both of the, of, the, of the festive type. So, oh, really? Uh, so, Craig, it's Christmas morning. It's Christmas Day. And you, you, you're going to go for some chocolates. What's your Christmas chocolate of choice? Is it, is it is it celebrations? Is it roses? Is it quality streets? Is it miniature heroes? Is it something that I've not said? Where where do you, where do you go? Where, what do you go for? This is a tough one. This is it is yeah. Obviously, yeah. I'll take what I'm given. Uh, yeah, <laughs> any Christmas <laughs> unless it's chocolate. A, unless it's a bounty. Unless it's fuck bounties in the bin. Yeah, the bin them off cocoa nuts. Um, <laughs> so. I've said this recently, like, celebrations, they used to be, like, the apex predator of the selections because they had uh, galaxy truffles. 
right? And they were the best yep. thing ever, but they've stopped doing them in them. So now they are the lesser sweets uh, <laughs> box, in my opinion. Um, oh, see, I don't know. I, I, there are, this is how you know that I've had too much chocolate in my time, <laughs> and I'm a bit fat. Because um, there's different types of chocolate, and they, they give me kind of different taste and I get different things out of them like Galaxy is quite rich Capri isn't so rich but you can just like smash it in you in one go um, <laughs> Lint like Lindor kind oh, of stuff oh, very oh, creamy very oh, smooth love oh. though yeah oh, god it's difficult it is a really difficult it's question it's a tough one though yeah I yeah. would say and they don't do it anymore so if this would be like a Christmas wish come true uh, like a Galaxy whole nut kind of thing Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, that was that was shite. lush. Um, I hope it was lush, and I'm not making it up and remembering something that didn't actually exist. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it existed, um, but yeah, it does. yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. If not, Mars, get on it. Come on. Yeah. Why is it? Yeah. I mean, it, it certainly doesn't. It's not around now. No. But yeah. I've seen one of those. I'm sure I've seen those. In- Many years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we'll go with that. And and uh, were your perspective on the great chocolate debate? Well, you know, I used to, I used to love, I used to love roses. I used to be a big fan of roses. You know, like in the nineties when they used to come in a fucking huge ass tin, mm. uh, which then your nan would keep all sorts of sewing shit in. Um, um, I used to love it when they used to come with proper like uh, little bars of Dairy Milk and Bourneville uh, that used to like be wrapped up and they were like proper slabs of it. It's like, yeah, they used to love that. Uh, and, th- and then roses, they just, they, you know, man, they just sold their soul to the devil and they got smaller and, and the good shit was just shipped out. Um, a bit like what happened with Celebrations. Um, I don't know. Like, miniature heroes just don't really do it. Like, they're okay. Um, but you get a lot, you get a lot of, you know, you get the eclairs left, like you do get the bounties left with celebrations, because mm. there's only so much eclairs you can have before your teeth fall out. Um, Very true. And it's this, and it's the same in quality streets because I, I don't, I haven't had a tin of quality street traders. I guess they still do the uh, the top the, the toffee pennies that used to be like just stuck to the bottom of the tin, literally. Um, mm. But I, I, I'd, I'd say, I'd say quality streets, but they have, they have, to, yeah, they're good. Is quality streets the one with the green triangle? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The, the okay. purple one. Yeah. There's always yeah, I'd, I'd... there's not enough of those. <laughs> mm. And there's like a little green rectangle one which is literally just pure chocolate. Mm. And there's only like three of those in there and it's like smash them in straight away and you you go searching for another one and you pick one up and it's got like fucking coffee or a nut in it by accident. That's just disappointing. So yeah, I'd take quality streets. So there you go. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And my other question, which is gonna be a nice segue into uh, to the next part of the show, I think. Um, Christmas songs or Christmas movies? What do you prefer? <laughs> um, Christmas songs, I think, because yeah. it's less of an investment. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Christmas movies. I'm not really like. I have to be in the right frame of mind for a movie, and there has to be something in it like that gets me thinking. Like Muppets singing Christmas songs because that's just the best thing ever. <sighs> in the right mood, like <laughs> I'm one of those that like. And my wife will always kind of say this about me. Like, she'll put a movie on. And she's like, do you want to watch this? I'm like, nah. And then like half hour in, I'll kind of get sucked in just because <laughs> my eye will get caught on something and that's it. And I'll, I'll watch it all. But I'll never kind of willingly go, oh, you know what? I want to watch this movie today. And when it comes to Christmas movies, that's like doubly so because there's always some schmaltzy kind of meaning behind it. And I'm not really kind of... Uh, interesting in that kind of stuff fair enough you don't get those fair kind of enough. deep uh what's it psychological thrillers around christmas time they're usually kind of very schlocky no. um yeah, so i go with christmas songs and just because you know christmas songs there's a certain kind of i mean 
some of it is 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 it fills me with dread because of my time in retail and i'm sure many people have heard christmas songs on loop for hours on end and that is awful but at the same time there's just something about hearing like sleigh bells and jingling and stuff like that that kind of at least on a kind of uh audio level a rural level i guess kind of triggers something nostalgic yeah. Um, uh, it sucks you in and becomes part of Christmas. It's something that, like I've I've noticed like like shopping this year, um, like you, you go into different shops and you hear different songs, even though you like you like I've heard this a million times. It just mm. becomes part of you and, and you just and it helps you feel like festive and shit. Uh, whereas this year I've not really been in many shops uh, and and the Amazon guys don't really sing carols when they drop <laughs> off your parcel. That's really disappointing. Maybe you should make a recommendation in the notes, the delivery notes, say, yeah. like, sing uh, Silent Night when you drop this off. Yeah, when you drop this off, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there Help we go. Feel Christmassy. There you are. Yeah. So there's a surprise questions for you. Yeah, that's all right. It's, it's, it keeps me on my toes. Um, so with that, moving on to uh, Christmas songs, a discussion about Christmas songs, we uh, wanted to take things in a different direction, uh, so we asked you, the uh, faithful podcast listeners, uh, all two of you. No, um, <laughs> I don't know how many more people we've got listening now, but we've had a couple of uh, of uh, people join our little merry bandwagon, um, and so we asked people, what are the Christmas songs you, you fucking hate? You know, the ones that really kind of get your goat, the ones that uh, you, you want to put Santa's chestnuts on an open fire, you know, that you just can't stand these things. Um, and we had a few responses. So um, going on all in on the first one, which I, I'm afraid I do disagree with completely, uh, Hannah Hughes oh. said, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Yeah, I... I... I don't mind that. I don't. I'm not overly. A, I'm not overly a lover of it, but I don't hate it. It's just. It's all right, isn't it? It's just. I don't. I don't. I, I'm fine with that. Song. Yeah. I think to me it's, it's like right. symbolic. It just kind of has a feeling of Christmas. Like I don't. In terms of the song, yeah. I'm not gonna like gonna go crazy for like the arrangement or the performance of it. It's just that it's a signal that I've heard all my life when Christmas is there, and so when it comes on, I'm like, ah, it's it's like the Coca Cola tr- like truck. Yeah. 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 So there's that. There's also Christmas. there was always a, a there was a funny kind of video I found on YouTube years ago, which was called "All I Want for Christmas Is All I Want for Christmas Is You," and it had the line in it: "Jesus Christ is not my savior. Her name is Mariah Carey," and I thought I was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so um, that's pretty brilliant. Yeah, I I always love that. Um, we had a submission again from your wife, uh, Emma. Mm. Uh, saying that fairy tale of New York, the Pogues, uh, she doesn't like that song. Ooh, she I know hates that song. Really, because you you yeah. know her. It must be like a visceral reaction. Yeah, <laughs> she absolutely hates that song. Um, I don't. I don't mind it. I think. It's, I think I've had some great drunken sing-alongs to that song uh, mm. over the years. I think whether or not it's it's got a place in 2020 with the lyrical content of it, I, I, we're not here to debate that. I mm. don't get why people get so upset with it being censored, like doesn't bother me do you know what I really hate about this song John Bon Jovi's cover of it fucking <laughs> horrific oh. absolutely fucking abysmal now is that professionally recorded because I have not heard that and I need oh, to oh yes it's out it's on it's out on streaming services this year it's a it's a brand new thing oh, oh man it's a new thing okay it's a new thing he's done it in 2020 oh wow it's just what the world needed and does he yeah. censor it oh Oh, he changes it. He changes the 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 wording of it, which apparently the pokes are happy with. Apparently, yeah, so, yeah. Just change yeah. it to like uh, the thing that always cracked me up is like there's there is also like a version they do where it's censored. So yeah. 
that's fine. Obviously, they've got no problem with censoring it. But if you're bothered about the censorship element of it, change it to bastard. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you cheap haggard or bastard or something like that. And it's still fine. offensive then, but it's also not offensive yeah. for the reasons that many people would object to. Because, you know, it, Absolutely. It, it, it's one of those, it's like, it's from a time where you know things have moved on and the language isn't really acceptable these days no. um but also at the same it's, time they are characters in a song and in a song it's nothing it's not about being nasty it's not about well also being that slur out there it's yeah it's, it's part of the song but it's also story. when you have characters like characters sometimes they have to be nasty and yeah. in a story like there's there's certain objections where people go, um, you know, oh, you shouldn't say that because it's it's a very despicable thing to say. But what if this character is despicable? You know, yeah. there's always kind of a an area there that feels a bit weird. Recently, there was a, a, a discussion about uh, in a video game, uh, there is a trans character, and the basically this person is part of a cult. He uh, was born uh, a woman and is transitioning. Uh, and in the cult, they still refer to them by what they would call the dead name. Um, and there was lots of complaints about that. But at the same time, like these these cultists wouldn't be accepting of <laughs> that whilst they're trying to hunt no. and kill the same person. So mm, it's it's difficult to yeah. do with a kind of delicate touch. And you know, I've probably ruined <laughs> a few cultural norms myself <laughs> by trying to explain that in a very unelegant way. Um, well, we did it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, but also it's kind of quite a real song. It's not a kind of Christmas mm. song where you're they're all happy dappy. Like Christmas is a lot of things to a lot of different people, and not always a positive thing. So absolutely, yeah. I, I think there's an element of that to it that people that resonates resonates with people. You know. Yeah. But you know, yeah. obviously not your wife. <laughs> oh, no, not <laughs> Yeah. Um, Dave Godden as uh, suggested. And again, this one that I completely agree with. Um, I'll read his words first uh, because he did go into it. Um, so it was a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. Hate this song. Yeah, right. So in Dave's words, fucking hate the rhythm, fucking hate the lyrics, fucking hate the way they <laughs> sing the lyrics, fucking hate the people who hum it in the street. Musical equivalent of wiping a snot on someone's jacket. So there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I can't stand this song, and there is for a very specific reason. It's synth with a bell, kind of jingle bells in the background. There's not really anything to that's, it. It's that's just this it. kind of. That's it. I know it's simply having a wonderful Christmas time, but it's there's simply nothing to this fucking song. And the I only thing it's got going for it um, to try and make it musically interesting is about halfway through the song, the synth goes into like a triplet feel. Where to demonstrate uh, the chorus originally were like bam 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 bam, and then the chorus is like bam 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 bam, and then they go into bam 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 bam, and it's oh my god, it's horrible. It's so fucking irritating. Horrible. It is horrible. Yeah, absolutely horrible. Can't fucking stand it, and I don't know why it's. It just turns to this awful noise of. The synth battling with whatever fucking flute or what? Ah, oh, just shite, man. I I hate the video. I fucking detest the video. Them in this country pub with shit going on and 
happy-go-lucky Paul McCartney jumping around, jumping in people's faces, jumping on the fucking piano, trying to sing this song. Oh, fuck off. Uh, jumping and then on people's outside. faces. I, uh, and then you go outside and there's a light show with, and then what looks like fucking alien spaceships, but they're just, I think they're meant to be baubles mm. or something. And it's like, no, they come to kill you because this is just enough. Um, this is, you know, a man that is revered as one of the greatest songwriters the country's ever produced, producing absolute dog wallop shitting Blah. I mean, I hate this song. They can't I all be gems. This song. They can't all be gems, and you're allowed in, and you're allowed the odd uh, Christmas turkey. Uh, but this <laughs> this turkey was left in the oven uh, and burnt to a cinders, and should be just put out in the bin forever. Like mm. I just every time it comes on, that do 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 oh, just yeah. literally ugh. no ugh. that can go in the bin. <laughs> if there's right in the bin, yeah. So yeah, no to that one. <laughs> Uh, and then we have uh, Dave Marco uh, Marco Vecchio uh, also known as the uh, bassist in Ascaris which is a brutal blackened death metal band Uh, yeah they're good they are very good Uh, I did see them live uh, at (laughs) back when gigs I remember (laughs) how many people have said that now right Um, and I I tried to headbang to every single song and such is the tempo of their songs that I, I nearly dislocated my entire fucking head they are very fast. Um, fast. But he's uh, said that um, it's, um, do they know it's Christmas time at all, is his pick. In his words, he says, yes, it made a lot of money for charity, but it's just a bit clumsy and cringe-wervingly executed, especially in yeah. successive versions where every singer oversings their one line in a desperate, like, sorry, like a desperate kid in a school play, which I absolutely agree with because, yeah, Especially in the in the newer version, um, I say newer version. You know the one with uh, the darkness in it and everything like that. It, there is almost like, oh, it's my time to shine. <laughs> yeah, let me go. Let me sing a little bit louder, a little bit higher than anybody else. Yeah. Um, and the only thing, the only good thing about that version is is the darkness is guitar solo. Um, everything else sucks. I I don't like that song. I I I I think that you know they just exactly. You're absolutely right, Marco. Is it's just about look at me it's my moment and fucking Bono having to come into every fucking version of it and and oh look at me I'm saving the world again oh you've had to call me it's like he thinks he's Batman every time they need to fucking save Christmas um, for, for a third world country they've got to call they've got to put the fucking Bono sign and he comes and does the same fucking line no fuck off Bono um just yeah don't like this one really don't like it this one. do they know it's Christmas time do they know this song sucks uh, yeah go away <laughs> haven't asked them um, <laughs> I was going to say there is um, there is a version by a cover version by the Bare Naked Ladies and oh, no. when it comes to, yeah when it comes to the Bono line they actually put delay on it so everyone else is fine until it gets the Bono's line and it just like it kind of soaks most of the song out which is kind of a beautiful touch um, but also uh, Dave said about uh, clanging chimes of doom is just a crap lyric so you know yeah uh, there's a lot of things it's, it's like it's difficult with charity stuff like because you think it's for a good cause you never want to yeah, knock a charity because nope. you know and you know celebrities giving their time and stuff and as much as you know as easy it is to roll your eyes at something like that there is kind of a good meaning there's behind good all of it and it does help people out um, but judging it on a musical thing it, it is it's a weird crap. thing <laughs> and yeah, the, yeah I feel like in a way the original kind of gets a pass from me because of the nostalgia 
because of yep. the soundtrack of you know it, it being a soundtrack to many Christmases past, but the the newer version, the this, this second one, which was like <laughs> the, uh, the the Jason Donovan sort of fucking era one, that's just that's that's terrible. Um, and then the the one with the the newer one, um, I can't even remember. I remember Dizzy Rascal was Dizzy Rascal rapping away in it. And Dizzy Rascal had a rap about. verse, but at least he contributed like his own thing. His own style, and so the darkness gave a solo. The, the I think uh, Busted just turned up and shook some fucking bells and oh, played the triangle. Busted, man. Um, yeah. So yeah, just rubbish, 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 rubbish song. Good cause. I think I think that's the nicest way to put it. Speaking of Christmas songs, <laughs> in a clumsy segue, obviously we've got the current Christmas number one race, and there's. For, you know, yeah. actually, it's quite nice in a way that most of the songs that are out now vying for the Christmas number one spot are charity singles, um, yeah. which I will yeah. prefer over another X Factor release uh, any 100%. day. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, I, will, I will take Lad, ba- Lad Baby and his sausage rolls <laughs> over anyone that's come <laughs> off a, of a reality TV show. Uh, any day of the week. See that? Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, and that comes back to it. Like Lad Baby, but <laughs> well, that's that's it. And it's the it, it's, same thing again. I was like, at first, I was like, oh, not another fucking song about sausage rolls, man. <laughs> it's for a good cause. We've had a yeah. miserable year. If it makes some people laugh, go for it. I guess you know. It. I I I'm familiar with their content online, and uh, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, it's not for me, but it obviously does some people it makes, yeah, yeah. It makes some people happy you know so crack on but it was just like oh god no 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 another song for sausage rolls but there is actually aside from that a good, another a good song for about sausage rolls believe it or not oh oh yeah well not strictly about sausage rolls um so if you're aware of edgy punk bands there is a uh, guy called cunts and the gang <laughs> or the band i think is now yeah. the cunts the con- with a K. With a K. Yeah, yeah, with a K, of course, because, you know, that's it's not rude if you say it with a K. No. And uh, they have done a song which they are encouraging people to get <laughs> to number one called Boris Johnson is a... Uh, I don't know why I'm hesitating to swear now. The- this far in, Boris Johnson yeah. is a fucking cunt. That's what they've said. With a C. With a C. Yeah. With a C. That's not my words, by the way. Although... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I love about it is that they've also done a censored version and that version is Boris Johnson is a sausage roll <laughs> and I just for the kids for the kids out yeah. there you know. and that is the only lyric he just keeps saying Boris Johnson is a sausage roll and I just love the the nonsensical element of it it just makes me brilliant. so happy <laughs> yeah so that's brilliant I don't that's know brilliant. if that's good for charity luck, or not um, uh, and, and obviously you know the content of um, their stuff is quite offensive so I don't know if I want to endorse them but that just Maybe made you me don't check them out. It's it, funny. <laughs> it just made me chuckle. Yeah, the fact that it, yeah. any kind of nonsensical censored lyric like that just makes me laugh. And yeah, that that, that brought a smile to my face. Absolutely. And and just just before we uh, we move on as well, uh, what what are your Christmas gripes? What are you, what, are the, what are the songs have you have you got any that you don't like Christmas songs? Because because I've I've got, I've got I've got quite a few. I've got quite a few which piss me off at this time of year. So, uh, and what 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 gets what gets you what gets your tinsel tangled? At this time of year? <laughs> I love that. Um, 
I have to think really because like yeah um, w- my first go-to is always going to be uh, Wonderful Christmas Time because that yeah. is awful along with that that's my number one frog chorus because that can fuck off as well uh- yeah that can jog on <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I, li- I like stupid I like silly things I honestly like Mis- Mr. Blobby gets a pass for me I don't know maybe it's just because I'm a child of the night but I would say like, though, it's dumb ass but it, that's a novelty song but is it a Christmas song like if you put it on now without devoid of context yes. is it going to sound Christmassy well this is another thing because there's a lot of shitty soppy ballads that get released mm. around Christmas that get like two become one by Spice Girls get in the bin that's not a Christmas song how dare I you I don't know why I get I don't <laughs> like that one um, and this this one is going to really just because they're in white coats uh, stay another day is not a fucking Christmas song they got bells and white coats. <laughs> <laughs> Not having it. <laughs> Are you counting the uh, the version by the hell? <laughs> oh no, they were hundred percent in. That's <laughs> that's just brilliant. But yeah, you're right. Um, it's it's because it's got bells and it doesn't make it Christmassy. No, um, no, no, it, no, it's it's just because it sounds uh, to your mind like it's Christmas because that's when it came yeah. out and that's when it gets played again. But it doesn't that's really you know, install any kind of feeling of Christmas beyond that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of others like my memory is really failing me now Um, I always kind of got spooked out by I saw mummy kissing Santa Claus um, (laughs) for obvious reasons because I know what the implication is Um, but you know if your if your parents are divorced (laughs) that does have a very strange meaning (laughs) very very why is is mummy necking Santa Claus yeah, don't don't like that song. No, it just yeah, it makes me feel a bit weird. <laughs> oh, um, very, and, very, um, very strange. Baby, it's cold outside. Is uh, I can't help it, right? I know it's it's woke and all that to say that it's a certain way and it sounds that way. That's what I hear, and I can't help it when it's like, hey, what's in this drink? It's like, man, that just sounds really bad, <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Um, but there are some yeah. great twists on it. Like um, Frisky and Manish did a version of it where um, it, the the Frisky um, is singing the the lady of the group. Uh, it's like saying, "Oh, I really must go." And Manish is going, "Yeah, well, well fuck off then. <laughs> I'm not stopping you. Honestly, piss off. <laughs> Carry on." Yeah. So um, that's a great version of that. Um, I don't know. I have to have another think. Um, yeah. You've got your list, you say, though. I have. Maybe so that'll drop my memory. We've, we've already... Um, I've, I've got a list of five, and we've already discussed uh, number one, which is Paul McCartney, because mm. uh, he's just fucking shit, and my number three, which was Band-Aid, um, and my number five, which was E17. Um, so, um, do you know... Do you know? It didn't quite make the list, but I'm still really angry at that cover of Mad World for beating the darkness <laughs> to Christmas number one. Um, it, it, it's not like it's even a bad song. I just, I'm just angry at that song because I was, I was really into the darkness when Permission to Man came out. I fucking <laughs> loved that album, and I was all for the darkness getting Christmas number one with Don't Let the Bells End because banging Christmas song and fucking Mad World be it. So but, yeah, like, but like I hate it. In a twist, <laughs> like that song now reminds me of the Xbox game Gears of War. Because they ah, okay. used that in the trailer. So rather ah, than think of Christmas, I think of massive, gigantic monster spider things killing cool. people. <laughs> so, I awesome. mean, swings around about. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so the other two in my list, um, going in at number two. Ooh. Uh, bah, bah, Mr. Cliff Ri- Sorry, go on. <laughs> Mr. Cliff Richard. Um, with, I, I don't know, Savior's Day. It's, it's 
fucking terrible. How can he I can forget? just about he can just about get a pass with mistletoe and wine, or oh, it's borderline. It's very borderline. But Saviour's Day. The video is Cliff on a cliff. He's literally Cliff <laughs> standing on a cliff. Summoning people to the cult of Cliff Richard to come up to the cliff with him. And no one thought to push him off the fucking cliff <laughs> and end it all. It would have been brilliant. It, in their defence, they were being filmed. Oh, they, yeah, <laughs> and probably hypnotised and whatnot. Um, yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible song. Legal no, um, I don't think Cliff Richard has hypnotising powers. <laughs> or have I been hypnotised to say that? <laughs> you know, Everett. I think every household over a certain age may have a, a Cliff Richard calendar and it's just like hypnotized. And, and no one remembers buying it. <laughs> no, they just appear. <laughs> bit like, yeah, yeah, they just they just appear a bit like these um, giant things that we were talking about the other oh, week. Oh, the monoliths. Uh, the monoliths, they've gone, haven't they, now? Christmas, they were not talking about that. No, um, moved on. And and the other the other one, um, which is an absolute fucking stinker, and you may not have heard of this one, um, but Status Quo have got a, a Christmas song um, it's called It's Christmas Time, and I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock Status Quo. I I think Status Quo are, are all right. Um, they are the surprisingly good live. They have got a hell of a punch live. Um, but State Status Quo have a, have a sound. Am I am I am I fair to say a, a very mm. prominent, poignant sound? Which you go, yeah, that's Status Quo. And their Christmas song is basically that Status Quo guitar. With a bit of jingly bells in the background going, it's Christmas time, it's Christmas time. Now, you've probably not heard of this because if this had been released in the 70s or the 80s where Status Quo were quite big, sticking a Christmas song out around that time, the, the era of Slade and Wizard, would have probably pushed them right up into the into like the, the top tier Christmas music. No, 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 no. They wait until 2015 to release this fucking audacity <laughs> on the world. Who... In 2015, when yeah, status quo, do a Christmas song. It's it's really bad, really, really, really bad. Don't need it. D- delete. Yeah, bin it off. See, yeah, bin it off. You've just reminded me of something, and I, I wouldn't go as far to say I hate the song, but there's one really small part of it that really drives me mad. So Slade, um, Merry Christmas, everybody. I think it's called or yeah, yeah. Um, the famous Naughty Holder scream of it's Christmas, it's Christmas! Yeah. right it's it sounds like it's edited and I'm by that I mean like it's not like they splice together takes or anything like that that's not what I mean I mean it goes f- the full way of it's Christmas and when it comes to the last bit where there's like it's only just big they don't fade out Noddy they, it sounds like they cut him completely so he doesn't say it's Christmas he says it's Christmas right and <laughs> once you hear that <laughs> you'll never unhear it do you know what? I've got I've got a similar gripe with this song um, I, I and, and again this, this this may be a thing that you once you hear it it will it will drive you mad it drives me mad the video um, of them like on a stage obviously it's overdubbed because it's recorded apart from the fucking drums and it drives me fucking nuts every time I see the video so you've, you've got the perfect like radio version of it playing over apart from this really terrible fucking live drum like really and it's just like so out of place like has no one seen that has no one heard that in the editing room or was it like shit gotta get it out gotta get it out ready like oh, fuck it no one will know it's the 70s they're not gonna know um yeah just really that that 
really annoys me. That's strange. It's just really yeah. proper fucking annoys me. So there's two me. technical reasons why we hate that Ooh. song, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. It's, it's an alright song. I don't, I don't, I've got, it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, it's just, right. yeah. I, I totally get what you're saying as well. Because, yeah, they would have like, performed that to like um. Oh, what do you call it? It's not a backing track. That's not the really uh, the, the official term that they would use. Um, playback. That's it, isn't it? Playback. Yeah. Uh, playback. Yeah. So, yeah. so I get that. On a side note, have you heard the the YouTube version where every line is just "Are you hanging your stocking on the wall"? <laughs> yeah, that's that's painful. Yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> so I got requested that for a for a night uh, a DJ night. Uh, I think it might have been Dave Godden. That uh, would not surprise me. Um, and before I, I started building a set, I, that's how I checked that out. And I was like, this is driving me mental. Um, so yeah, I didn't play it. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> but yeah, There's only so much you can take. That, yeah. that line over and over again. Yeah, mental. Indeed. Well, there we go. There's our uh, gripes with Christmas uh, songs. Uh, I mean, with that being said, it sounds like a perfect time to then move on to our final album, uh, which uh, Liam very uh, very uh, uh, politely gave me the yeah. task of listening to a twisted Christmas by Twisted Sister. Oh yes, yes, glam glam glam. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I'm not a, I'm not a hair metal guy. Um, I don't know if it's fair to call Twisted Sister uh, hair metal, mm, but they've got a bit more metal than a lot of hair metal bands. Yeah, but. Yeah. yeah, they're very much that ilk. They are. Okay, so going into that there, um, I don't know what song to put here. So I'm just going to say, let's put... Um, oh, come all you... Silver bells. Yeah, well, oh, come you oh, come all you faithful, for reasons that will become clear. So here you go. And there you are. So yeah, oh, come all you faithful there for Spotify listeners... Um, the reason I say that, and the reason that we wanted to play that, was because, and I didn't know this until I actually listened to this record, that their big song, We're Not Gonna Take It, is apparently inspired by O oh Come All You Faithful. And um, their version of O oh Come All You Faithful is literally just, We're Not Gonna Take their It, vision. but just yep. singing O oh Come All You Faithful over it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Which was, um, pretty much. I mean, I'll be honest. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favourites, honestly, like drunken favourite songs of all time. I love that song. Literally, I love We're Not Gonna Take It so much. It's it's so silly and metal and mm. everything I love about it. But I, this doesn't work. No. <laughs> so, not work. yeah, I, I mean, I'll just go on and say, like, this is naff. <laughs> this record was uh, something I really had to push myself to listen to. Um I, uh, you asked in episode two, right? If there's an album that can be so bad, it's good, like it's a crappy good. movie, right? And this yeah. is very close because, yeah. God, it's awful. <laughs> um, musically, on every song, the guitars are just power chords, um, yeah. which is usually fine for kind of metal and stuff. But when it comes to classic arrangements of traditional songs, there is a tonality or, or you know, some certain chords that just don't work if you just bring them down to those uh, root notes in fifths they just don't work oh come all you faithful being one um have a merry little christmas as well is is also the same there's so many moments like that and they're all all of them are mid-tempo numbers there's not really a lot of life in this which is just kind of like 
baffling to me. I thought, considering it's supposedly a twisted Christmas, there'd be a bit more of a kind of pep. <laughs> and yeah. it's just not there. It just feels like every song is a ballad, but with a gallop. And it's just weird. But And, and, and on top of that, like, D. Snyder really doesn't let rip i think because these are like mostly traditional arrangements of songs because they're they're really faithful in the arrangement at least not the perhaps the instrumentation there's no chances for him to kind of just really go for it he's got to hit these notes in the exact same rhythm that most people know them and it just feels like i I don't know if this is the case but i don't know if his heart was in it it just didn't sound like he, he really kind of I don't know if care the right is the right kind of word, but it doesn't feel like there's energy in some of the songs yeah. here. In, in from from him in because because the opening the opening have yourself a merry little Christmas and it goes like it starts off all ballady and it goes this isn't Twisted Sister this is Twisted Sister and it's like that should have been like yeah. go on D give it some and it's just like uh like just flat almost exactly as, flat as the little acoustic part like he just really like either wants as he said like to stay faithful or just uh, just didn't want to do it well that's it yeah like, and in, in that same skit so he goes oh we don't play it nice and easy we play it nice and twist out and like that's d going that's full on. and it's just yeah. met with afterwards he's singing have yourself a merry little christmas <laughs> and yeah. it's just kind of that same um oh, God, like that same kind of energy, that ferocity, it's just not there after that point. No, um, it's not. But that being said, like I said, you know, it, it is naff, but it is kind of fun because of that. Like, you, you, as you said, like if you're if having a few beers, you'll kind of know the songs, and it's just kind of if it's in the background, you'll kind of love it because it's it's these trashy kind of versions of of familiar songs, but. Um, the reason why it's, it is kind of fun in places is more to do with the fact that there's kind of certain playful takes on certain things. So, as I mentioned, you know, Oh Come All You Faithful basically being, not basically being, it is. It is. Um, it is. We're not going to take it. And then also, there's um, uh, the opening of Let It Snow. So, you know, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. It's basically Children of the Grave by Black Sabbath, <laughs> which is my favorite Black Sabbath song. So, like, the moments where those kind of little kind of twists on things okay, um, come into play. That That's that kind of, that's fun. And it's like, oh yeah, more of that. But I yeah. don't know. It just kind of, some of it doesn't really kind of work. Um, and then they come to like the second to last album, the, the penultimate song um, on the record, which is their own version of the 12 <laughs> Days of Christmas. Now, I would say listen to this song. And if you love this song, then you'll be fine with the rest of it. It really is a perfect kind of snapshot of the entire record and even ethos of Twisted Sister. Um, So to give you an idea of what they discuss, they've replaced everything from the 12 Days of Christmas uh, to make it metal. So here they are. There's 12 12 silver crosses, 11 black mascaras, 10 pairs of platforms, nine tattered t-shirts, eight pentagrams, seven leather jackets, six cans of hairspray, five skull head rings, four quarts of jack, three studded belts, two pairs of spandex pants, and a tattoo of Ozzy. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) again. It's it's so stupid, but it's... And what I'd say is, like, you know, 
it's almost two halves this record the first half is naff and just straight up naff like i really wasn't really feeling it and like i said i had to force myself to carry on and then you get to the second half of the record which is also naff but more enjoyable um especially that 12 days of christmas because it, it is so bad it's so, so bad, bad. It's so so bad it's yeah good. and and i think on this like i think this is the song where they kind of knew uh, because the, every line is in a stupid voice. so In a cartoon, like a comical voice yeah. almost. Especially the, the two pairs of spandex pants just sounds like something lifted from a Looney Tunes. Spandex fucking... pants! <laughs> yeah, it's it's silly. And, and it's that latter half of the album where things kind of, I guess they loosen up a little bit. Um, if it was all like that, I would kind of dig it more. But it isn't, and it takes a while to get to that point. So... Yeah, I. Uh, it's a difficult one. Like I said, uh, my view on it is that it's just a bit naff. Um, after a few beers, and if it was the second half of the record, I could kind of dig it. But I wouldn't put it on as an alternative Christmas record. Like, uh, it's not gonna. Uh, it's not gonna usurp Bad Religion's Christmas songs for me. This is something that I've listened to as a as a novelty. That, uh, if I'm honest. I probably won't revisit. Never. But then I was never a huge Twisted Sister fan. Not, not that I hate them. Uh, that kind of music isn't really my bag. Like, I like I Wanna Rock. Um, that's not a statement. That's the, the song. I mean, who doesn't? Um, but, like, doesn't there's an energy to that. Like, I wanna rock! Like, this kind of, oh, rock. like, yeah, I yeah. do wanna rock. You're right, D. There's not, that's not here. <laughs> and that's the, the yeah. kind of, as a casual observer of Twisted Sister in that respect, I was expecting that and I did not get that. And that was kind of a downer for me. So yeah, that's my takeaway on it. I mean, I'd probably give it a five out of 10. Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. So yeah. I mean, what's your take on it? Cause you it's, kind of had I mean, a, 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 I, a gleeful look on your eye when you said this yeah, last time. I, I, I love, I love this band. I really fucking love this band. This is, this is so bad. This is this this uh, this is a this is a bad good album. I, I think this is this, this is not good. This is in in, in any, any way shape or form. It, it's it's naff. It's shit. It's silly. It really shouldn't be a thing. But I, I do like it. <laughs> but I think it, it should have been more twisted. It should have been more from from Silver Bells onwards. Like, because I like, I think Silver Bells is really stupid and good. Ringaling, which is just fucking bonkers. Um, I think it's you know when when they're when they're silly and they're just embracing that, that metal, that um, it's fun. But I think I think they, they I think D either thought that this was going to be a really serious album, got three songs in and went, ah oh, fuck, this is stupid. <laughs> um, and 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 I and I do like bits of it. Um, there are there are two videos on youtube <laughs> okay so the video to oh come are you faithful is a really stereo like typical um twisted sister video so they there's this couple and the the guy gives the the wife a twisted sister twisted sister's christmas album for christmas and he's like he's like what's this i'm not listening to this and then literally the band turned up and just play in her face like she sat down and they're just like in her face like singing oh come on you faithful really menacingly um has a happy ending she ends up having a little boogie with them it's all fine um but and then there's also uh, they did a full concert with this where they played it all live um and d snyder comes on a santa sleigh pulled by uh very scantily clad women dressed <laughs> as father christmas um because 
why would you not do why would you not do that um <laughs> yeah oh, wow. um yeah just completely absolutely ridiculously bonkers um i think i saw mummy kissing santa claus is almost kind of creepy um uh, <laughs> like it's just i think that 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 one's like ooh, gee. yeah that's just a bit, bit weird um but we've already said about a bit I mean, yeah, being that, weird that's anyway it's a problem with yeah. the song itself <laughs> yeah um but yeah i i think i I think it's fun. I, I liked I liked this more in the past. So this got this got released in two thousand and six. This was actually the last ever Twisted Sister full studio record. Oh god! Uh, they didn't ever release, and this is the last one of the discography. Um, and they disbanded uh, twenty eighteen, I think it was. They didn't they didn't record another album uh, after this. Um, that might say something. I don't know. But I, I liked I liked this more as a novelty, and again as more fun. The first few times I heard it. Um, now, as it goes on and the album gets older, it does lag a bit, and it's a bit like, oh, yeah, it's 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 not as fun as I thought it was, but it's still daft, it's still good, it's all right, and I think five out of ten is a very very sensible place to put a, a ranking on Fair it. Fair enough. I I, re- I, re- I really do. I really do because it is it is it is naff. It, it's like putting on a bad film, like like we sort of say, can can music be like that? Uh, can you get that that fun um, and that enjoyment out of it, and just accept it for being bad? Like you, I can on places on this, but on other and other places, I, I want it to be more naff. So <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just it's, yeah, it's D Snyder just needs to be D Snyder more because uh, that guy can sing. That guy mm. is 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 cool. Um, his he did a solo album last year was that with Jamie Jaster from Hatebreed it was it was so Jamie Jaster basically dared him to go and write a contemporary metal album um, since the Twisted Sister breakup so he did and he and he's got loads of fucking guests on it and and it's it's amazing it's really really amazing Um, and it was produced by Jamie Jaster as well Uh, so it's it sounds like Twisted Sister Basically, um, and I think the that sort of came out because just after Twisted Sister broke up, um, D released a very mellowed, epic version of "We're Not Gonna Take It," and I fucking hate it when people do that to good songs like these Christmas adverts that you get with epic versions <laughs> of I, like that. Is, if we did a Room One Hundred One episode, that is straight in there. Like you don't need to epic up every song and put an acoustic behind it. But he he did "We're Not Gonna Take It" on grand piano. We don't want that, D. We want to be stupid. We want it loud. We want it heavy. Um, so he heard the call of Jamie Jaster and went and wrote a, a metal album, and it, it, it's really fucking good. Really, really good. So more of that, please, D. A little bit less of this in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised, you know. That <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> well, let's hope not, because <laughs> he's going to go in on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was really surprised that this is, like, more recent than I thought it was. I thought this was going to be like when I listened to it, um, in terms of production, because the drum sounds that huge kind of 80s reverb yeah. it's on the snare and everything. And I thought it was a lot older than uh, than it was um, in terms of production. So, I mean, they obviously captured a feeling with that, so that's good. But also, just like in terms of when it came out, I was really surprised to see that it actually was really recently in 2006. Yeah. Um, so that was really strange. I was like, what, what, really why bizarre. are they doing this? But I mean, it, it comes back to, um, like we said last week about, last week, or last episode about Mr. Bungle, where, you know, yeah. clearly it was just for a laugh. Um, it's just that 
unlike Mr. Bungle, it just doesn't translate as well now to to some uh well to the same degree you know it, it, it some yeah. of the songs don't sound like they were having a laugh it just sounds like they were trying to do a christmas album um and like again coming back to thinking it came out a lot earlier it would make sense to try and do a christmas album when they were you know big well yeah like and and you are uh, they are they are they prime sort of well, thing. Well, kind of yeah, like just to kind of capitalize on success and things like that. That would make sense. Um, now it doesn't really make too much sense because whilst Twisted Sister were a a big name, still you know it's it's not the same relevance as say um, you know a, a band that has been out around that time, uh, you know two thousand five two thousand and six. So that's why I believe that it was done for fun. And because yeah. as a, as a an enjoyment like a passion project, but it just doesn't sound that there's much passion in places. Passion that's in that's the problem, yeah. really. So yeah, okay. I was hoping we were going to disagree a bit more on that um, because when you... <laughs> no, I, I I like it, but I know it's shit. Well, that's it. Yeah, it, it's one of those. It's like you gave it to me, and I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And then after the first song, I was like, oh man, this is going to be a very uh, this is going to take a lot of effort. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be more ba- there'll be more albums of of that time that band style coming your way at some point oh, I'm and sure. maybe that will we'll we'll get a virtual bust up at some oh, point. I'm sure yeah and I uh, don't worry yeah. I've got several prog albums I can recommend to you <laughs> I um I remembered one which I thought if I can find it I could be particularly cruel and give you which is um, okay. I used to actually have this guy on MSM Messenger um he's a guy by the name of Carl King um, and he has performed under different uh, monikers. He's uh, very kind of uh, very complex musician in terms of like his arrangements and stuff like that. To the point where it was almost aggressively so. Like he did it to antagonize people. And uh, one of his personas was a guy called Sir Millard Mulch, who was a bass player who uh, had a series of um, bass instructional videos on YouTube, and uh, they're still there. But they were all basically obscure rhythms and bizarre timings of stuff that didn't really explain anything. Uh, but his album is called How to Sell the Entire Fucking Universe Once and for All. And it's three oh, hours okay. long. <laughs> oh, I haven't got that mad it comes with It comes on three discs. And one is this legendary secret disc, which is completely clear. <laughs> There's nothing on it. But he also has like funny. Devin Townsend and Virgil Donati and, and, and people like that on his album. So he's got chops. Yeah. He, he then eventually went on to yeah. do um, a, a, another character called Dr. Zoltan Ubelisk, who did another series of YouTube videos where he would lay into uh, people's favorite bands like with videos such as Tool are not dark or weird. Coheed and Cambria are not prog rock. And uh, I think there's one still <laughs> where he, he basically goes in on Rage Against the Machine uh, for being uh, capitalist shills. Again, he was doing it to antagonize people, and that was his kind yeah. of brand. And I think now he's he's kind of successful in his own right as Carl King. Um, so you can see these things, but it was fascinating to watch. And uh, my uh, immature mind couldn't really comprehend what he was doing, so it was just like, "Oh man, you're so cool! Uh, are you going to protest <laughs> my chemical romance and stuff like that?" You know. So that's I asked. I actually asked him that question on uh, MSM Messenger, and I don't think I got a very um, <laughs> I don't think he entertained Talking the reply. Gone offline. No. <laughs> but he was just like, uh, no. <laughs> um, but so that's in the bag. <laughs> Still. Cool. 
Cool. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. A festive episode, I should say, of uh, Two Dudes, Two Discs. Um, which does beg the question, what do we do next? Because it is going to be the end of the year. In The end of the year? Yeah, yeah. in a week or so. Um, so we, we're we going to have an on-air discussion about what we, we do. What, what, what would we do next? Is it going to be our... Uh, our surprise picks of the year, or are we just going to mosey on with what we usually do? Well, well, I, I was the. Oh, how about we uh, we have a little chat about music released this year? Uh, maybe have a little chat about and and potentially rank albums that you've given me and I've given you. Uh, put them in some sort of charting order for the chart fans out there. Yes, um, and perhaps we could recommend each other an album from this year that's been released uh to have a little listen to that we may not have listened to okay that sounds like a yeah. plan and like a Does that sound like a good best idea? of the year like best of the year yeah. which is also mandatory when you come to making content online it's the end of the year absolutely best of lists season so yeah sure absolutely so, and, and on that i have got a, a good album well I, I think it's a good album oh, for you to have a little listen to it's it's an album with a story uh it's it's uh yeah it's 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 a concept album to a degree Uh-oh. it's got an interesting story to it it's got some very great darkness uh it's not the darkness but it's got some dark some real life darkness in it this i'm going to give you um sex death and the infinite void by creeper that sounds like my kind of back sex death and the infinite void there you go yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I need to find an album to recommend you that came out this year. <laughs> um, and as I wasn't prepared, I'm kind of desperately thinking like, oh. <laughs> I think what I will say though is, I think it's about time that I uh, stepped up the intensity of records. So, and this came out this year and um, is very much a album or an album to use the correct <laughs> words and phrasing. Um, that very much captures the general feeling of anxiety and and uh, displeasure with the current state of the world and things like that. And it's an album called Endarkenment by Anal Nafrak. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And if you're aware of Anal Nafrak, of- oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 aware of their work. Um and I'm also aware that this album's um Meant to be very, very good. Uh, so I've, I've, uh, there are other podcasts that I listen to. Sorry, listeners. Uh, it, uh, it's, it's true. Why are you apologising to, to them? You're um, no apologising to me. I don't know. Sorry, Craig. God damn it! This um, is only thing I do. Um, so this, this, this ranked up very highly um, in a couple of podcasts' albums of the year uh, that I listen to. So, uh, and it's just not one that I've pressed play on because. I, I'm aware of the sound of an of an of an Um Yeah. Um, so it's and because of I'm aware of what I think they sound like. Um, I just haven't pressed play on it because I didn't think it was me in my bag. But you have given me this, so I am uh, it, for all good things for the pod. Mm. I'm pressing play on it and I'm gonna check it out and see see what the hype's about. So go cool. for it. Yeah, because. Yeah. I very much like you. Like when now Nafrak was described to me, I was like, "Nah, not my thing, mate." Black metal. I'm all yeah. right. And then I listened. Oh boy! <laughs> I will leave you to form an opinion on that. 
And we shall discuss that next time, along with our uh, ranked albums based on what we've uh, recommended to one another. And uh, yeah. yeah, we shall do that hopefully for the new year. I would say before the new year, but let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be like our goodbye 2020 preview 2021. Goodbye. But what? we don't preview anything. Yeah. More, more <laughs> fuck and, off 2020. And- yeah, exactly. Um, and and listeners, let us know your albums of the year. Come and come and tap away on on the posts and things. Tell us uh, what you like of of twenty twenty musical wise because there has been some really really good albums mm. that have come out this Indeed. year. Indeed, by some big names some, as well. Some big big albums have dropped this year, um, which is quite surprising because obviously touring touring's not happened this year, so um, things have been put back. I think the Every Time I Die album has. Is they've just released a few tracks off that. That's been, I think, that's been pushed back a few times. Whether or not the album's dropping uh, before the the end of the year, or it's going to be early next year. But I know that that was pretty much recorded and ready to go, and that got pushed back. Um, the album that I'm I've given you, Creeper, was originally slated for very early in the year, and then got pushed back uh, because of as, as the situations developed. Um, Trivium is a is a record that we got pushed back, and then finally released. Uh, Bruce Springsteen released an album which was again pushed back. So. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's been some big, big names. ACDC dropped an album. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this in the catch-up show. Yeah. And then, yeah, and yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So, yeah, with that being said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you are on the uh, the nice list rather than the naughty list and you don't get coal in your uh, sacks uh, nope. or stockings, whatever. Um, forced Christmas metaphor, <laughs> however you want to describe it. <laughs> Basically... Make sure you have a bloody good time because I think we all deserve a bit of a, a, a festive, nay, jolly time of sorts. Yeah. Uh, be safe, look after each other, etc., etc. Uh, you know, and uh, we do this to keep sane, so we're trying to entertain at the same time. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, anything else you'd like to add on that, Liam? Had yourselves a very mer- uh, merry little Christmas. Uh, sorry, I don't sound like Dee Snyder. Um, stay safe. Fill your stockings. Yeah. <laughs> See you on the other side. See you in Bye-bye. 2021. Peace.